When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, and Genesec shiny is is rad. Is fantastic. Although I swear to God, I feel like we got Genesec like less than three months ago. But I, we did. I it was know. a different drive that had not yet been shiny before. Jeez, I, <laughs> you okay. gotta keep up, Kyle. <laughs> You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Let's shine some light on November with the Festival of Lights. This week's Pokelore subject will have you saying, oh my gourd, and more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to the GoCast Podcast, episode 257. It's October 28th, yet another third one in a row. It's Saturday. <laughs> it's coming up on 3 p.m. It's the mid-afternoon for us. Uh, I'm your host, Chris, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Kyle. Hiya. Hey, Kyle. How you doing, man? Doing okay. Doing okay. Yeah. It's cold outside now. It is. It feels like fall. I mean, we had it two weeks ago. It felt like fall, but it really feels and smells like fall outside it's great yeah down to the two days ago it was 85 degrees outside yeah i couldn't stand that i i hid inside all day i was like no it's not happening it's not <laughs> happening um but we we actually were supposed to get like a bunch of rain too but all we got was the cold front and like almost none of the promised rain just a little bit but anyway i digress again always chicago weather with us what's up with that i don't understand <laughs> but uh hey welcome to GoCast. we are going to be covering um, some cool stuff this week. We got the November content update and the first event. The details are out for that. Well, I guess it's technically the second event because Community Day uh, we already knew about in Day of the Dead. So it's the third event. I'm a liar out the gate. <laughs> um, but shout out to, to our patrons. Thank you so much for supporting the show. More about Patreon and patronage at the end of the episode. Uh, Mr. Kyle, between us and talking about the exciting November updates, we've got to face some facts here and uh go over our goals from last week so for yourself you had set let's see five goals five goals yeah did in the first first and foremost shiny phantom did it happen for you no okay well like spoilers you're not alone so that's fine uh mega progress yes buddy progress yes did you get your spirit to him i did was it blue no Oof, better luck next year. <laughs> it also it also made me grub it because it literally would not stay in the Pokeball and I was getting very upset. Oh my gosh, that's awful. <laughs> Seriously, like, I'm not wasting resources on this regular spirit. Too. It took me like eight Pokeballs to catch it because it just was like, no. Yeah. And I was like, this is this is disrespectful. Ugh, pain. <laughs> uh, and then the other timed research. Did you 
catch yeah, up on I've your got, time I research? Got everything done. All is caught up except for the master or for the master ball research that is still not going to happen. With the raids, right? Yes. Yeah, because you got everything else done. Just everything else is on that one is done except the raids. <laughs> okay, well, it's one of these weekends before this is over, so it's got to be like next weekend or something like that. I'm going to roll through your neighborhood. You're going to give me your phone. I'm going to take it for an hour. And we're going to I'm just going to go do a bunch of local raids. It's going to be fine. Dude, an hour. I need yeah. to do 50 raids. If we can find them, we can do them because I'll also have my phone and they can ready up. Yeah, hey, you should just come along at that point. So I'm not breaking TOS because I would never. <laughs> Niantic doesn't listen anymore. It's OK. <laughs> oh, geez. We laugh because we cry otherwise. But <laughs> so good for you. That's uh, let's see. That's four out of five for you. Nice work. For myself, I had three goals. Shiny Phantom being the first one. And no, did not happen. 50 eggs. I believe that happened. It's kind of hard to remember or like set what the timetable is anymore since now we're like we've been recording on Saturday for three weeks in a row. I'm pretty confident. So sure. Yes. And then any new shiny. I did. I got a new shiny uh, like 30 minutes ago on the way back home. It was shiny Zarua. Oh my god. Very, nice. very lucky. Wow. So you know who you know who I chose so that all of my Zero were very, very visible? Hmm. Overquill. Okay. Huge, okay. spiky, just it's very easy to see and and very noticeable. Um, so eye catching, you know. <laughs> Good stuff. I got a very unexciting shiny this week. What'd you get? Lilla pup. Oh my gosh. Good work. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even an event shiny. I no, love it. No, <laughs> no. I don't even know why it was spawning. Um, besides the the Zerua, I got a Sableye and a Shuppet, but they're really not notable. Nope. And then did I did manage, because I was out playing Monster Hunter uh, for the Kuluyaku event earlier today, and did two Shadow Lugia raids. Wow. Successfully. Yeah. Shout out to, to Greg and Camo and my new friend Pete. Um, we had a good time. It was great. Uh, by the way, let's have a little. Let's, let's. We didn't do it last week. Let's do our Monster Hunter minute really quick, okay? So, so right. right now, right now, there's a Halloween event going on, as there is in most games, <laughs> and the Kulu Yaku event is cool, mostly because I need its parts for my pants. Um, but making the helmet is really, really cool. It gives you like a little attack bonus if you're using it today. And let me tell you, it was definitely effective with four full hunting uh, people in a party, hunters in the party. All with that bonus, it definitely added up. It was nice. Yeah. How's uh, Monster Hunter been for you, Kyle? Any any notable? No, nothing notes? notable. Slow <laughs> slow progress. I uh, am still on my first lap of the story that I need to really make progress because I'm tired of seeing like three stars on my map that yep. are not beneficial to me. Uh, my only thought is the hat for the event is not very good solo at all. No, it's not. Like, I, I get... They want to encourage the, the team play. There's no problem with that. But if you also want to encourage your new item, it should be better during the event than other helmet choices. I think it is during this event but, period. But like five like times. Barely. It's it's still if you have like an attack to helmet, like if you have Rathalos helm or something. Yeah, that's that's yeah. much better. It's exactly my situation, by the way, is that I run Rathalos helm in my main build and so when i swapped to it when i was by myself i was like why am all of a sudden am i getting like warnings for my attack power being low at these six and seven star fights that i normally have no problem with and then put my other helmet back i'm like oh yeah <laughs> so, so like I, I just 
it, it feels kind of weird. Also, there's a really great looking Halloween full armor set that Monster Hunter has that we only got the helmet of. So that was yeah. slightly disappointing. Yeah, it's kind of like the the costumed Gengar we got in Go. It's oh, missing geez. it's missing the the whole body part, just the head. Mm-hmm. That said, that said, the randomized hat is very cool. I like it. Yeah, it's it fun. is neat. You get it to compare neat. with people to see if you got an ugly one or not. <laughs> I've got a blue one. Kyle's got a purple one. He won in this scenario for sure. Yeah, mine is mine is is very Gengar purple looking. It it fit very well. I was happy. Yes, big thumbs up. Very Halloween themed. Um, for a new game, they're doing pretty well with their events. There's a new one on the horizon too. The the Juratotus one. Um, for up again with community day it's gonna be great uh i guess that i guess i'm doing warper community day with my plus plus in my pocket <laughs> but that's fine that's fine all right well that's it for monster hunter minute i suppose uh we will then hop into the news because why not yo what up it's the news all right let's let's dig into november shall we uh, this is, uh, again, an infographic. We will go section by section. I will say once more, I really miss having a full dedicated blog post for the November content updates or the content updates in general for the months. I just prefer that format. I like the visual infographics as well, but I kind of miss the blogs. Yeah, I would like to have seen them done together, but I yeah. get it. I it's think the, the biggest issue I have is you can't find the this in game like because it's always posted on twitter yeah it is and then it's i go to pokemongolive.com for their news when we are putting together the show notes and these things that are put on twitter are never even like linked there yeah exactly and i can guarantee you nobody is even going to pokemonlive.com i go every week (laughs) i know but we are the extreme exception even everyone listening here is extreme exception it's true. It's like, and I mean, like, I feel like we probably know more people than uh, than most that would reference that site. But all those people still somehow don't know anything about the events. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't read. <laughs> like, when does this start? Right. Exactly. Um, OK, well, let's speaking of getting started. Let's start here with the Pokestop showcases, uh, which is the first little box here. November 1st and 2nd will be Dust Skull. You're going to have Gathita and Marini. From the 15th through the 19th. What an odd pairing. Um, and then on November 7th through the 10th, we've got Litwick in in showcases. 11th through the 12th is a mystery Pokemon. I have an idea of who it is considering this first event has a, has a new Pokemon debut in it. So it could potentially mm. be that. I have a different I have a different thought. So Oh, okay. Well, we'll get there in just a second after we wrap up the showcases. Uh, from the 22nd of November through the 27th, Sprigatito, Fuecoco, and Quaxley. On the 25th in particular will be Mareep and Ampharos. Uh, the 26th and the 27th will be Spr- well, I don't know. I don't know why they decided to list these twice. I think it's because there is a for the community classic from two to five, there's those showcases wrapped around that are the Paldean starters through the 27th. And then on the 28th is Lichonk. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. So what's your guess for the mystery one on the 11th through the 12th? Do I make the guess now or do we want to finish up with the events and stuff first? Because we're going to also be covering that. We're going to. Yeah, I suppose. Why spoil it? That's a good idea. All right. So so mega rates uh, from the 20th of October. So this is already live and out through the 2nd of November is mega Bennett. 
Houndoom is right behind that through the 12th. Uh, and then through the 16th from the 12th is a mystery. And then Mega Kangaskhan from the 16th through the 30th of November. Now, I think it is safe for us to speculate here about the Mega Evolution, what the new one could be. What do you think it's going to be, Kyle? Do you have any guesses? I, look, I'm not going to lie. I don't remember what's in the game and what's not at this point. <laughs> is yeah? Did, did, did they release Mega Tyranitar? If not, is this Mega Tyranitar? Yeah, Mega Tyranitar is out. Yeah. Then yeah. I don't remember who we're missing right now. Yeah, remember he was the new like dark DPS king. Yeah, that. Yeah, I just. Uh-huh. It's all a blur. It's all a blur. <laughs> it, kind of, it kind of is. And and uh, embarrassingly, I'm kind of in the same boat with you because every time I think about it, I'm like, did we ever get Mega Aerodactyl? Yeah, we got it really yeah. early. What about Mega Caesar? Yeah, but nobody uses it. Um, maybe like Mega Pince. No, we got Mega Pincer, didn't we? Yeah, Mega Pincer. What about on. Mega Heracross? We don't have Mega Heracross. We don't have Mega Heracross. It's possible. Uh, it's awkward, though, because it's a regional. I say that, but Mega Kangaskhan is on this list. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> I, I would like to see Heracross. I don't know. Or um, Mawile. No Could be a throwaway one like Mawile, I suppose. Anyway, mm. let's see what sticks. There's, there's a couple of ideas. <laughs> uh, in five-star raids, uh, arguably more exciting, maybe not, <laughs> Darkrai is currently in raids through the 2nd of November. And then from the 2nd through the 9th is going to be Genesect with a Douse Drive. That's the water one, and it can be shiny. Verizian from the 9th through the 16th, shiny chance. Cobalion from the 16th through the 23rd, shiny chance. Terrakian from the 23rd through the 30th, shiny chance. Now, I'm hoping that this means that Caldeo is on the on the horizon here um, in some sort of accessible way. I'd love to rate it. That'd be cool. Uh, spotlight hours, which happen every Tuesday from 6 to 7 p.m. local time on the 7th of November is Chin Chow with two times candy for transferring on the 14th. Happy birthday to my sister. Two times XP for evolving with Baneri. It's actually very fitting. She does. She does love her rabbits. Uh, November 21st will be done sparse. Let's go two times Stardust for catching Pokemon. I'm kind of down for done sparse spotlight hour. I'll be honest with you. I want that shiny. Yeah, it's fine. Prepared for whatever they do for the Dunsparce. The Dunsparce. Yeah, I'm I'm at the edge of my seat for that. Actually, unironically, seriously, I would love the Dunsparce now. <laughs> uh, Lechonk on November 28th, two times XP for catching. Those are not bad spotlight hours. Kind of okay with it. Uh, raid hours. Th- these are on Wednesdays from six to seven p.m. On the 1st is Darkrai, on the 8th is Genesect, Douse Drive, 15th, Verizian, 22nd, Cobalion, 29th, Terrakian. Good stuff. And then research breakthroughs for this month. This is not that surprising. Galarian, Farfetch'd, Larvitar, Sableye, Bagon, Furfru, and Gumi. Um, and now, since Gumi's shiny has been released, everybody can be shiny in this oh research breakthrough. Isn't that nice? It's nice. Uh, (laughs) okay events here we go here's the big thing day of the dead we covered it last week uh will be november 1st through november 2nd and on the 5th will be whooper community day festival of lights is the 7th through the 12th we'll be covering that just a moment here raid day on the 11th we have no clue what that is quite yet 
Fashion Week from the 15th through the 19th. So get your fur fru ready for your different trims. And Party Up event from the 22nd through the 27th. And Community Day Classic is November 25th. Mareep. Yeah. Yep. Has that actually been announced? I don't think it has been. It hasn't. I, I was double checking this once we looked at the s- showcases. I'm like, wait, is that is that the only confirmation we have? I think I think this is the only confirmation we've, we've had right here. I mean, OK, so our reasoning here, for those of you that are wondering how we how we know without knowing is that there's a showcase on November 25th from two to five. From a reap. (laughs) There's no other reason. (laughs) It's not going to be like Merrill community classic and they throw Mareep in showcases. So that's fine. Yeah. So that's it. That's November. Um, you know, it's it's before December. (laughs) I mean, it's fine. That's fine. Yeah. What's a highlight for you? Um Probably the new Pokemon coming out for Festival of Lights. Oh, oh yeah. Do you I like guess. that Pokemon? It's fine. Okay. And there's nothing. Nothing here really stands out for me. I don't care for any of the legendaries that we have at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, maybe the mystery Mega Raid will be exciting, but could be. It also has the potential to be incredibly underwhelming if it's like Mawile. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, that's that's cool to me i think dunsparce spotlight hour and mareep community classic i guess i've already talked about how whooper is going to be my like highlight of the year but dunsparce spotlight hour i need the shiny so bad that's really the the point i'm trying to make i cannot express how little i care for mareep community classic i I mean this in the nicest way possible i think this might have been one of the worst decisions uh, to make for a classic okay with all due respect you have bad taste mareep no. is beautiful cotton no. candy shiny mareep is a fine pokemon i have nothing against mareep okay it sounds like you do as a choice for classic it's bad I, well you only I, have so many choices you got there's do... a lot of better choices but we've done a lot of the good ones already no we haven't <laughs> Yeah, we've, we've done we've had five, six community day classics. Yeah, total. We've yeah. had like what uh, thirty six? No, we had forty eight community days, uh, like forty four community days because December's. But we had Beldum Classic, didn't we? No, we had Lavatar Classic. We haven't Lavatar had Lavatar Classic. Yeah. Okay, well, I, I I rescind my statement. We should we should have had Beldum Classic by now. But like Beldum Classic. Like any of the other starters would probably have been a more interesting choice. I don't I don't know. It's just even back in the day when they did the first Mareep community day before mm-hmm. we had started recording the show. Or was that right? Right. Right. Before, wasn't it? Yeah. Because I didn't really know. what I didn't do was. it. So, yeah, I was working. So but even then you're like, why are we doing it? And that's because it was in 10K eggs and that was the only easy way to get it. So it was actually an exclusive Pokemon. Yeah. So like it's not even close to that nowadays. Yeah, but um That's why it's kind of weird. But Ampharos is tall. That's a plus, right? Sure. <laughs> I no, I don't know. <laughs> okay, I was led to believe a la Alolan Executor 
that if it's really tall, it's really good. Why okay, is how Ampharos tall do you think Ampharos is? At at least five feet tall. At least five feet tall. It is four feet seven inches. I was darn close. <laughs> Ampharos is short. It's not that short. What's that's a what's short the... Pokemon? Yeah, but he's but but it's got a slender neck. Looks tall. With the right camera angle, I think Ampharos could really throw some people for a loop as long as there's no door frame in the background for a reference. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I disagree. I'm not saying I have anything against Mareep and Ampharos. I like them as Pokemon. It's just a very uninspired choice for a classic when there are so many other classics they could do. Okay. Point taken. I will be solo excited I, for Marie Community Day. I will not probably play. Okay. I might play to finish the research. So like, you know, 15 minutes to finish the research that yeah. I'll spend a dollar on because completion's sake. But do you have the full shiny family, though? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm pretty confident I have more I than uh, more than a few. But I'm actually not. Check. Not sure about my um, status for Shiny Maria. Yeah, oh. I have I have three. Are you sure we didn't have? Um, I, well, actually, I'm I'm asking myself. Am I sure that I didn't that I didn't do that community day? Yeah, no, well. no, they're from GoFest Seattle. All yeah, the I have ones one from I Seattle, and then two just from the wild, like full I'm, full odds, from what I can tell. I've got six. Yeah, my excitement might be a little bit less. <laughs> But I still like that Pokemon. One of them's level one, dude. Let's go. All right. Anyway, cool. That's right. November, but we're not quite done with November yet because we do have a new event to talk about. We covered Day of the Dead, Dia de Muertos last week, as well as Whooper Community Day. But now, now, this week, brand new news, breaking news, Festival of Lights from the 7th through the 12th. Uh, trainers the festival of lights is happening soon in pokemon go and you can look forward to encountering Tadbulb as it makes its pokemon go debut some pokemon in the wild will also have a glowing effect at nighttime shine brightly with your pokemon and celebrate shine bright like a diamond um so yeah they'll be a little luminescent that's pretty cool like to see that didn't wasn't this last year didn't like litwick glow at night and stuff I, I remember, remember that. that. I remember lie. that. Yeah. And I think it was like a little underwhelming because we were looking Probably. at it. We're like, oh, yeah. Probably. Yeah. So it'd be cool to see potentially other Pokemon doing it, maybe even a little bit brighter. Um, so when is this? Again, as mentioned, November 7th at 10 a.m. to Sunday, November 12th at 8 p.m. local time. Debuts will be Tad Bulb, the Ella Tadpole Pokemon, and its evolution Belly Bolt. Those two will be making their debuts. If you've never seen Belly Bolt and you don't know what Belly Bolt looks like, Belly Bolt is a ideal Pokemon design. Big fan. They, these have to have like the worst Pokemon category of all Pokemon, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's it, really bad. It doesn't sound believable. It's not a real thing. Like it's the, the Ellie Tadpole and the Ellie Frog Pokemon. What? Yeah. They, they couldn't. Why couldn't they just be called the Electric Frog Pokemon instead? <laughs> You got me. Maybe a character limit or something. Yeah. But like, I don't know. They Arcanine's the legendary Pokemon, and that's a lot of characters. 
Yeah, no, it's just, it's very strange. There's not even a space in between the Ellie and the tadpole or the frog. Yeah. I don't know. It, Localization, what are you doing? Come on. I looked it up to make sure that it was copy and pasted correctly. That's how not confident I was in, oh. in this Pokemon's category. I appreciate you checking. Thank you. Thank you. Um, event bonuses, two times Stardust for hatching and two times Candy for hatching. Uh, incense, except for daily adventure incense, activated during the event will last twice as long. Those are some decent bonuses. I know I'm speaking with bias. Time to research. Event exclusive time to research will be available throughout this event. You'll be able to complete the time to research and they will be focused on exploring and catching Pokemon, aka spinning stops, walking and catching. Probably be the tasks. Complete the research tasks to earn an event-exclusive shirt, avatar item, and encounters with event-themed Pokemon. Wild encounters for this event will be Pikachu, Vulpix, Ponyta, Magnemite, Voltorb, Chinchow, Mareep, Slugma, Electrike, Litwick, Morlol, which is having its shiny released with this event. That's pretty chill. And Tadbolt will be out in the wild. We love it. Seven kilometer eggs will hatch these four Pokemon during this event. Elekid, Magby, Dedene, and Morlol. So the new shiny in a four um, candidate egg pool is not bad. Not bad at all. And Dedene, I think people are still kind of chasing Dedene, if I remember correctly. Uh, increased incense encounters. So remember, one of the bonuses is that incense lasts twice as long. So here are some fun encounters for that for the event. Alolan Geodude, Hisuian Voltorb, Slugma, Volbeat, Illumise, um, or Illumise. I can never make up my mind between those two. Blitzel, Litwick, Litleo, Dedene, Morlol, and Tadbulb. Field research task encounters, Daramanka, Morlol, and Tadbulb. Tadbulb just all over the place. We love to see it. Uh, the showcases will be having Litwick and Tadbulb. So it already clarified that one question for us. Here it is. That mystery showcase from the 11th to the 12th. There's going to be a new avatar item. It's the event shirt. It, it looks cool. Some lights on it. It's fine. Um, and exclusive bonuses for trainers in India. Trainers located in India can look forward to a special collection challenge that awards Stardust, XP, and an encounter with Tadbulb. And they can also earn twice the candy for catching Pokemon during the Festival of Lights event. I'm a little upset that they're going to get a collection challenge that we aren't. <laughs> I got to tell you, that's like the one thing I care about now. Is that is the that number on that medal? Well, you're already out of luck because we've had safari zones in other places that probably had collection medals. So you know yes, what? yes, you, you can't be upset if a collection challenge was not available to you and you don't have it. So um, the the Go Fest ones too. Yeah, but I, I was just talking about like very recently. So oh, yeah. Like this is this is the exact same concept. It's just actually in writing. <laughs> Not happy about it. I'm mad. I'm seething. If you look at the video, my face is beat red. I can't can hardly breathe. <laughs> All right. So, Kyle, what do you think about this event? I I think it's fine. I don't. I mean, it's cool to see a new Pokemon and new shiny happening. Yeah. So you can have two different things to focus versus like it's just the new shiny. Yeah. Tadbulb's okay. I'm kind of middling, have always been middling on Tadbulb and Bellybolt. It, it always feel, it felt to me like Bellybolt needed a, another evolution. Oh, really? You it, think it Bellybolt's... Feels, it feels incomplete. 
It feels like a middle evolution to you? It feels like a middle evolution. A very cute, like a well-designed one versus a lot of poorly designed middle evolutions. Yeah. But still a middle evolution. It feels like it should have like leaned into the theming they had with it like and doubled down for another evolution and really gone for it. But Like a much bigger squatter frog or something? Yeah, like just go like all in on the like the tubbiness with the, yeah. the goofy face or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, it's exciting. And also, like, electric types are the least common type in the whole game. So, like, that's fun. Is that true? It is true. There are less electric types than there are dragons. I thought thought ice was one of the lowest ones. It is low, but electric is the lowest. Last time I read it, that was before uh, Gen 9 came out. So, you know, who knows? That could have changed, but not likely. Not likely. I don't remember there being a surplus of electric types. Um, but okay, cool. One other note, uh, belly bolts, shiny is good. Tad bulbs is not. Oh, is it? Belly- I- yeah. Tad bulbs is like, sort of like a, like a color shift and then belly bolt goes from blue to gold and that's always a, a winner. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Also, I have a bit of like anger at tad bulb because it's oh. so small in, yeah. in the games in yeah. Scarlet and Violet, uh, Scarlet and Violet. And Scarlet and Violet is already plagued with that problem. So, like, makes me more upset at Tadbulb than I probably should be. Yep. Yeah. Whenever I'm shiny hunting in that game, I always have my camera zoomed out, which means that I am all the more vulnerable to tripping over a Tadbulb and crashing in, into a tree or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, there's that event. Uh, something for y'all to look forward to. It definitely is not bad. And November looks really, really quite decent. Uh, you know, and I, I don't mean that to be disparaging i mean that to be encouraging um really quite decent is kind of where these should be i think these updates um without you know i suppose like the exception of some months like next month i think it is okay since it's december and december has a track record it's okay to have your expectations higher but no for november this is fine not bad at all um all right that's it for the news Hang on, I have to I have to double check my information because ice or electric is not the rarest type, and I can't find the answer to what is. It might still be ice. As of Gen Eight, electric and dragon were tied. Ghost was more rare at seventy two, and then fairy, and then ice at only fifty eight. Okay, cool. So yeah, there's. 88 different Pokemon with electric typing. Yeah. Okay. So ice is the lowest. Ice is the lowest. Although this list is a little bit old here. So, okay. I'm on Cerebi 67 different ice, 88 electric. And then uh dragon was the other one, right? 90 for dragon. Cerebi says 67 ice. Yes. Bulbapedia only says 58 ice. Yeah. Uh, you know, Hey, <laughs> Okay. Oh, th- sorry. There are 67 different Pokemon, including unique forms and mega evolutions. Oh, okay. Those don't count. Yeah. Um, so. Oh, uh, before we move on, I wanted to take the one thing we didn't touch because we want to guess on is raid day. We have a raid day coming up in November. Oh, that's right. What, okay. What yeah. do you think the raid day is going to be? I have no clue. No, no guess. I have zero guess. I don't know what else. What is there to go on? Um, I, I have one guess. Okay. I think it's going to be Paldean Taurus. Oh, that's a good one. 
Um, how do you think they're going to do the typings? Do you think they're going to split them up or they're going to be hemisphere based or something like that? I, they probably, probably hemisphere based cause they are version exclusive in yeah. the series. Yeah. And they may just do the normal type though. Like the plain one with no typing. That's just fighting type. They could both versions have. They could. It just feels right because they're doing all of these Paldean stuff. And it's the only Pokemon I can think of from Paldea that would make a good raid day. And it would make a really, really good raid day. For those of you at home listening, or I guess maybe if you're not, for those of you listening, regardless of where you are, <laughs> uh, the Paldean Tauros is a uh, version exclusive Pokemon. Um, the base one is fighting type, like Kyle said, but version exclusive versions of them. So there's technically three different ones. Also has a subtype of fire and the other one has a subtype of water. And they look marginally different. They have little, like your tails look different. Um, it, they're cool. It, it's a cool Tauros. I really liked it. Like s- seeing the reveal of a black Tauros was so cool <laughs> in yeah, the, in the trailers. So yeah. here's hoping, maybe. maybe. Let's, let's hope. All right, so now, truly, that is the end of news. Uh, and now we are going into Gear Up. So this week on Gear Up, I'm going to just do a raid review of what we have coming up. Just what's noteworthy, what's not noteworthy, that kind of stuff. And first up, we have Douse Genesect. And it's going to hurt Chris to say this. Genesect is fine as a bug type. It's just fine. It used to be really good. Used to be. <laughs> Doesn't say a lot about bug types. But uh, Faramosa and Volcarona both like absolutely destroy it. Of course, probably not a lot of people have Volcarona's worth using right now. And even Faramosa, it wasn't around very much. Um, yeah, so it has not had a lot mm-hmm. of opportunities for good rating. That yep. said, Vikavolt and Yanmega are both comparable and significantly more affordable options than Genesect is. Especially with, uh, you know, Vikavolt and all that community day. And, yeah, These words anyways. wound me, Kyle. Uh, it, it may have some use in GBL. Its ranks are okay on PV poke for both ultra and master league. I don't know enough about that. I just look at the ranks and be like, that says something to me though. Okay. <laughs> Next up we have Arisian and that one's just no, don't, don't use it in PVE. It's fighting type and that's too competitive. It just doesn't work. I think Not doesn't, doesn't Arisian have play in, in GBL. It does. It is fairly, it's ranked fairly highly in ultra league. Okay. So there's that. But next up is Cobalion, which is still no for oh. PvE. <laughs> but Cobalion is ranked number four in Ultra League. So, like, Yo. that's a big deal. That said, this is asterisk here with Sacred Sword. They will not have Sacred Sword in raids this time around. So, you will need an Elite TM if you want to use them pretty much to any capacity at all, including the next one on the list here, which is Terrakian. Terrakian's very good. <laughs> Terrakian is the best non-shadow, non-mega fighting type. Again, assuming Sacred Sword. And even if you include shadows and megas, he's still almost at the top. He competes with everything except for like Mega Lucario. Can I give you two hot takes? Yeah. Actually, I think it's just one hot take and then one admission. 
Terakian's my least favorite sort of justice. I think he looks really goofy. But really? I think he's got a really good shiny. <laughs> I he's my favorite of the short swords no, of justice. No, wait, really? I think if we don't count Caldeo, I think Verizian is the goofiest by far. Yeah, but Verizian has the best shiny. Turns I mean, red. That's fine, it's but awesome. like it's goofy. It's goofy looking. Why? Because he looks like a like an aircraft carrier? Like I just it's <laughs> just a hammerhead I, deer. <laughs> uh oh gee. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to derail. <laughs> I like Tarakian. It's I like the cow. Just um, so doofy looking. Like uh, I, I don't, I don't think he's that doofy looking. I don't know. I just, I don't agree. Gonna, man, okay. All right. Um as for PvP. It would probably not surprise anybody to find out that the Pokemon that has the most weaknesses of all Pokemon is not very good in PvP, but it's actually okay in Master League. It's it's got some potential play, although I don't I don't know anything about Master League. So who knows about Master League? Actually, <laughs> the whales, the the ultra whales out there. Here's a fact about this thing, but I don't know anything about it. Yeah, here's an objective rating about a subjective website that uses a very specific formula to calculate this, and people disagree with it. So, <laughs> I, I like I like to think of this as like they're not your words; you just organized them and presented yeah. them. But look, right. all I can say is that Terakian has seven weaknesses. Seven. Oh, that's more than me. <laughs> seven types can hit Terakian super effective and that's not good no that ain't that's good. not good no that's uh that's not ideal less than one could say um that said Terakian's still the best of these four to raid for sure unless you want i guess cobalion for ultra league yeah and you know the shiny hunting there's something to be said about shiny hunting for the, the swords of justice because as much as like I'm not a big fan of that whole group. Their shinies are all pretty rocking. Cobalions is the weakest, and it's not bad. Yeah, yeah, they're they're good shinies for mm -hmm. sure. We've just had them so many times. Yeah, um, and Genesect shiny is is rad. Is fantastic. Rad. Although I swear to God, I feel like we got Genesect like less than three months ago. But I we did. I it was know. a different drive that had not yet been shiny before. Jeez, I good, good boy. <laughs> you okay. gotta keep up, Kyle. <laughs> Look, as long as I knew the Pokemon was still in the raids, like, this is too soon. I just, too soon. Too soon. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Well, thank you. Thanks for getting us ready for this month of raids. Um, and then, I guess, tempering our expectations. <laughs> so, cool, cool, cool. We are going to take a short break here. And then when we come back, it's going to be time for Pokalore. Welcome back. It's time for Pokalore and this week because this is technically our Halloween episode. Happy Halloween, Kyle. Happy Halloween. We are going to be covering Pumpkaboo and Gorgeist, the pumpkin Pokemon. Starting, of course, with Pumpkaboo. We've covered these in the past, but it was a while ago and I just couldn't help myself because they're fun. Pumpkaboo is a ghostly pumpkin-like Pokemon that varies dramatically in size. Encasing its lower body is a pinkish pumpkin with a pair of nubby legs. Carved into the pumpkin is a pair of circular holes that glow yellow-orange. Pumpkaboo's shadowy black body pokes out of the top of the pumpkin. It has glowing yellow eyes, a pair of fangs in its upper jaw, and pointed ears that curve slightly. On top of its head is a long tuft of fur that curls tightly at the tip. A collar of furry-looking tufts hangs over the edge of the pumpkin. 
Pumpkaboo becomes active after dark. The holes in its body can glow and illuminate the way for travelers in the dark. It is said that it also carries wandering spirits to the afterlife by storing the spirits in its body. However, its own spirit is trapped in this world. Oh no, what a predicament. Pumpkaboo can hypnotize and control any humans or Pokemon. Any? 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 Like, Arceus? Oh, I mean, depends on who the writer is, I suppose. And I guess this leaves Ultra Beasts out, huh? <laughs> okay, okay. It does this task by releasing streams of light from the holes in the pumpkin. Pumpkaboo and its evolved to form Gorgeist are the only known Pokemon uh, capable of learning the move, trick, or treat. Speaking of Gorgeist, Gorgeist is a ghostly gourd-like Pokemon that varies dramatically in size. Its body is a dark brown pumpkin with a glowing yellow-orange face carved into the front and a pair of nubby legs. The face consists of two triangular eyes and a grinning mouth. On top of the mouth is a small triangular cutout for a nose. Poking out of the top of the pumpkin is its slender brown-orange head, which has bright yellow eyes and a small mouth with no visible nose. That's okay. You don't need one. That's fine. Gorgeist has long, light pink hair with arm-like tendrils framing its face and bangs that usually cover one eye. On top of its head is a crescent-shaped tuft that is brown on top. This tuft resembles a, a pumpkin's stem. In the anime, Gorgeist has shown the ability to retract its upper body into the pumpkin, giving it the appearance of a traditional jack-o'-lantern. In the night of a full moon, uh, Gorgeist wanders town streets while singing an eerie song. Those who hear its song will be cursed. It is also known to sing joyfully while observing prey it has entangled in its arms. That's terrifying. Uh, Gorgeist and the pre-evolved form Pumpkaboo, they know trick-or-treat. Nobody else does. Stay away. Uh, stats. We're going to be covering just the stats for the supersized form. Every different size form actually has a unique stat spread. They don't vary all that much, but honestly, it's not worth it to really look into all of them unless you're going to do something for GBL, but I don't think, I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> um, but just for reference here, we're talking about the supersize stats. Max CP at 40 is 2633. At 50, it's 2976. Just couldn't quite get to that 3k mark 198 stamina 200 defense and 182 attack makes for a rather mediocre stat spread but not the worst best move set hex with shadow ball and seed bomb that's what you're going to want to do yep yeah. nothing else to say about that honestly <laughs> so uh kyle i'm going to assume that you're a fan of pumpkaboo since you know it's halloween and you like halloween yeah, I mean, I love Pumpkaboo. Pumpkaboo is a huge favorite. Yeah. I like Gorgeist less less than Pumpkaboo. Personally. Yeah, me too. Me too. I don't. I don't think they went in the best direction for the evolution, but Pumpkaboo is like is S tier for sure. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think Gorgeist is bad. I just like Pumpkaboo a lot better. Yeah. There was more opportunity, I think, for Gorgeist, and it was just, eh, it's okay. Yeah, the hair is is definitely a choice. It's not a phase, maybe, Mom. I think, I think the thing that maybe sticks out for me is that the pumpkin is brown in the evolution, and it's orange for Pumpkaboo, like it you would expect it to be. Mm -hmm. And it, it looks kind of weird. Yeah, it's also strange that, like, Pumpkaboo is, like, the cat-looking face on top of the pumpkin. And then in Gorgeist, it just becomes the gourd instead of going with that whole thing. Like, 
it doesn't go the the applin route you know where like that the thing inside evolves too applin so applin i need you to come home to go (laughs) hey i never got to ask you because we didn't cover any of the dlc uh stuff but diplin thoughts Diplin is amazing. Diplin's so good. Diplin dude. <laughs> is better than Flapple, but not as good as Appleton. Yeah, App- Appleton is is Appleton is, <laughs> is, is it might be like top ten in my list of Pokemon. I love that Pokemon. Yeah, so yeah. Diplin is still very good. It's one of the best concepts they've had of Pokemon in the last like I don't know fifteen years. Those that family. My. Um, my way of rating whether or not like a Pokemon design is universally good is that I show it a picture of it to somebody who does not care about Pokemon at all unprompted. And if they go, Oh yeah, look at him. Then it's good. If they don't say anything, then whatever. <laughs> yeah. See that works because if you showed somebody like Vanillux, they'd be like, huh? Excuse me. <laughs> Did you draw this? <laughs> oh, oh, hang on, though. Hang on, though. I can turn this back on you because you like Ice Q, and I guarantee you if you showed that to anybody, they would say what? I don't think I like Ice Q. I just don't hate Ice Q. <laughs> okay. But it, it, needs, it needs the ice on its head. I don't like I don't like uh, the other one. Uh, okay, I don't like the move, other we're one. We're gonna move on to Pokemon. No. <laughs> Ugh, now you've made me uncomfortable thinking about that Pokemon. Stop it. <sighs> All right, well. That's Pumpkaboo and Gore, guys. Happy Halloween, everybody. Uh, let's move along here to Pokepole. So last week's Pokepole was, it's no secret that gyms need a revamp. What are your best ideas on how to improve gyms in Pokemon Go? Our first response from Bulbaseth, and they said, Pokemon placed in the gym have a chance of spawning in the wild. This would give trainers a better chance to catch the regionals they may need if someone has one in a nearby gym. I like that idea. I like that. Something that kind of like plays off of the idea of breeding without having to like actually commit. Yep. And also enhances the whole feeding berries to get a candy function yeah. that nobody actually cares about. I mean, a lo- the the people that do are the same people that care about gyms. You yeah, know, but and so I, yeah. <laughs> not not usual conversation, I suppose. Um, but I think the, the biggest thing with this is that this is just a smart way of adding more player agency, which is always a good thing. Yeah. Next response from Artemis Dragon. They said, channeling my inner Kyle here, but I don't know if gyms are even salvageable at this point. Oh. Fair, fair thought. Fair thought. <laughs> They've had over six years to make changes and we've got nothing. Ever since they re-ramped them in 2017 prior to raids going live, there hasn't been any new developments. Hey, they changed the backgrounds during raids. They, <laughs> they added spectators. <laughs> added spectators. Bring back training? No. Add five-star uh, five Pokemon to gyms? No. Share a gym with friends who are on the other team? No. Fix the bug that cluster all Pokemon together amongst other bugs? No. <laughs> I hate to say it, but I just don't think I anti care such as focused on gyms. I'm not going to argue with any of that. It, this is all very true. Yeah, but we're pretending that they do. <laughs> gyms are gyms are are non problematic right now, and so they're not going to focus on them. They're just not positive. The only but, positive is they give players who put in the effort a minimal amount of poker coins. True. Yeah, and I visual bugs are the lifeblood of this game. Thank you very much. 
So even if they do change them, I hope that when they load in, they're all still vertically stacked on each other because it's just too funny. Oh, my God. Yep. An response from Cody in the form of an email. And they said, what's up, guys? I'll keep this as short as possible because this is an idea I put little to no thought into. Oh, Make man. gyms reset daily. In order to challenge a gym, you have to do a 6v6 against a specific type like a gym in regular Pokemon. The difficulty will scale with level. Once you beat that, you will challenge whoever controls the gym like how it is now. And you just get your 50 coins bonus. If it's a bonus, if it's a steel water, ice or grass gym that you're facing, it acts as the type lure and you can evolve Pokemon that need a type lure to evolve like Eevee into Glaceon or Leafeon. Okay. So it's longer than expected, but yeah, that's a fun way to redo it. Oh, and there's a chance for a shiny of the first Pokemon you beat in the six V six after defeating it. Okay. I'm done now. Have a good rest of your day. As much as I like the shiny thing, I don't think they would do that because uh, yeah, I be a meta. I will say I like the idea of forced gym resets every day. Yeah, yeah, I like that. It forces people, depending on how you see this as a positive or negative, to interact with the system. If you want to be there, it punishes people for taking the gym at like. 2 a.m. if it resets at like 4 a.m. or something but that they they deserve really it care. they don't really care about those players anyways all <laughs> things true. considered that's true so it's not that surprising well but they get more ghosts at 2 a.m. isn't that right i mean yeah they do but like they also don't get any race no no i mean i man i think i remember caring about playing late at night like twice ever in this game and it was yeah. for some ghosts really, really early on when we were first starting this game. And then it was for Lunatone. And that was it. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I, I do. I do really like the idea of the the gym resetting for sure. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, especially like, you know, when you have a Pokemon that's trapped on a gym that's never going to get freed. Yeah, it just removes that problem from the game. Obviously, some people like to hold the gym as long as possible. Yeah, for sure. That's a fair critique. Mm-hmm. rework the way gold badges work for gyms if you do this i think i wonder how often you would just see gray gyms all over the place that nobody cares to claim if this happened be a great indicator of how much people actually play pokemon go or not true yeah that's fair <laughs> but that said if you see gray gyms everywhere if nobody has put a pokemon in it in what is it like an hour yeah. anybody can put one so like you just have to drive by and all it takes is one player playing in a neighborhood to fill every gray gym. I, I don't know, think they would ever happen. But, I, you know, I, what I'm saying is, like, I don't care enough most, more times than not to, even if it's open, to put a Pokemon in. I think a lot more people would care enough if they didn't have to fight a gym. Yeah. Okay. The only reason I don't go to gyms as an instinct player in a neighborhood that's filled mostly with Mystic is I don't want to fight a gym. That's a huge waste of time. Just... So much time spent, and then I have to wait eight hours to maybe get 50 cents. Yeah, yeah. I will, under no circumstances, ever want to do that. <laughs> I know, but the whole thing is like, every if you, if you did it every day and you got your coins and stuff, it all adds up. It does, but if you had to take down a six Pokemon gym every single day to do it, mm-hmm. that's too much time. I'd yeah. rather be completely free to play and never spend money. 
yeah, or never miss, spend miss hope points. That. Miss me with that for sure. Yeah. Here's here's one other thing though. I think with the whole reset idea, even if the gyms themselves didn't reset, if you have a Pokemon in a gym and uh, it's there for several days in a row, and that's the only Pokemon you have in any gym. At the end of the day, if you still have control, it should pay out for the day. Yes. It should not be when it's knocked out. That that whole mm-hmm. system has never made sense to me. Yeah, it's very frustrating if I go and take the gym by my dad's house. Uh, I will sometimes hold that gym for a week. Yep. F- with nothing. It's it's near a park. It's near a library. And no one's just playing Go by it. Yeah. And I'm like, why did I put a Pokemon in there? <laughs> I guess the feed berries to it, but... But, you know, I yeah. think like a daily payout would, would definitely motivate people to to in do more of it. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. 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 All right. Our last response from Tony in the form of an email. And they said, hi, Chris and Kyle. Here are some talking points and thoughts about revamps on gyms. These are all some rough ideas that I've had in the back of my mind for years. Currently, this may be just a personal problem in my local community as I live in a smaller city. Spoofers. This has destroyed my local community incentive to participate in the gym mechanic. Yep. This has completely eliminated the possibility of getting our daily coins with that being said. This has completely eliminated the possibility of getting our daily coins. With that being said, finally adding badges from in-game gym leaders such as Brock or Misty. Instead of, oh my gosh, I can't speak today. You got it. You got it. Instead of fighting our rival team members, we will be able to participate in a new PvE challenge with certain gym leaders at the helm. You can battle to earn your gym badge, daily coins, and in-game items such as revives, stardust, and potions. Well, we love the flexing and bragging rights of holding a gym that that aspect would also still be retained by using gyms as a local leaderboard. Trainers with more wins of a certain team will have the gym adorned with their respective team colors as well as a leaderboard with either the fastest time or an underdog category, such as using Pokemon with 1,500 and under CP or using types weak against the gym's type. This would hopefully keep players more engaged in more aspects of the PvP-optimized teams for each type. The gyms would be on a rotating schedule where once a month the gym rotates with a new leader, even providing rewards during rotations like showcases, rewarding quick and charge TMs, Stardust, and Rare Candies. With rotating leaders comes a new opportunity to also introduce Elite Four members as gym battles, where after defeating all four, you are able to claim either an Elite Charged or Elite Quick TM. This would be a rare occasion such as Team Go Rocket event takeovers, Mm -hmm. maybe every three months or so. This is just a rough outline of how I would love to see gyms redesigned. Gyms and badges are such a pivotal aspect of every Pokemon trainer's journey, as not seeing it be reflected in Go is a missed opportunity. Sorry for the long email and shiny vibes all, Tony. Yes. Yeah. I've, it's a great idea. The, yes. It, it's like take take the rocket system. Take the system for Team Go Rocket. Take it wholesale. Lift it out. Put it into gyms. You don't have to do anything else. Yep. And instead of earning a rocket radar, you earn pieces of a badge. Maybe you yeah. have to maybe instead scale it up. You have to fight Brock six times to get the boulder badge. I I, I think I think it would be more like you, you get parts of like a ticket or something mm-hmm. and then like six of them um, to simulate battling the trainers in the gym prior to the leader. And then you can go to a gym and redeem that ticket for an opportunity to 
fight that featured gym leader to then get your badge. Yeah. And do it eight times. Mm-hmm. You get to fight the elite four. If you beat the elite four, you get to fight the champion who you the champion to- can wrote, get give it a reward <laughs> that rotates just like Giovanni does. It- no, I, I want another shadow Reggie Gigas. That's what I want out of that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Make another shadow. <laughs> I just, I love the idea so much. It would actually give incentive to be out and doing that kind of stuff. I don't know. Yeah. It's a, it's a very a good idea. Super good idea. Um, and, and that actually was not our last response. We have a voicemail from Lachlan as well. So let's play that. Thank you, Tony, by the way. Hi, Chris and Kyle. It's Lachlan here from the Star Piece segment on this very podcast feed, wanting to respond to this <laughs> week's PokePoll. So, Jims, I have 10 dot points I've briefly typed down. I'm going to try and cover these as quickly as possible. Thank you for typing The ability to be able to deploy <laughs> a restricted Pokemon to the gym. So have one restricted Pokemon in the gym at a time. So today, for example, a Palkia. And maybe put Pokemon like Chansey, Wobbuffet, Snorlax, Blissey, and other Pokemon like that on a semi-restricted tier. We can't have both. Uh, and have restricted Pokemon drain their CP a lot faster via Decay. This will come into sort of sequence with the next point of increase the drop chance for Candy XL and Candy for Pokemon. The higher level gym badge you have at that gym, the current drop rate is not in line with the other ways of earning resources in this game. For example, I probably feed close to 500 to 600 berries at least a week, which is not many compared to some people, and I've only seen a Candy XL drop once for a slacking, so that wasn't as exciting as it could be. And the candy drop rate's about 10 per week. So increase the base candy drop rate and maybe make the candy XL drop rate one every 100 berries. Uh, more stardust and more experience for winning raids at gyms that your team currently controls. I think that speaks for itself. So if it's a Team Instinct gym, go Team Instinct. And we take down a T5 Ooh. instead of getting however much stardust we get. Maybe get like a 1.1 times multiplier on that. Not a huge difference. And say if you're gold at that gym, maybe instead of a 1 times 1 multiplier, it's a 1 times 2 multiplier. And if you're on the red team and you take down a raid at the same gym when it's Instinct controlled, you might still get that 1.1 times multiplier of having a gold gym badge there. Not a huge increase, but enough to sort of entice people to use their local passes more often. Good to be rewarded. Uh, Add more rare items to the drop table for gyms. So gyms distribute different items from their spinners, or I think they're officially called photo discs, uh, than regular Pokestops. So you've got a higher chance of getting potions, revives, those sorts of items when you spin them. I think the Unova Stone, the Sinnoh Stone, Golden Raz, and Silver Pineapple Berries would be fun to occasionally spin from gyms. Maybe... Once every 500 spins. So not as common, but more common than they currently are. Mm. On that same note, I think it would be really interesting that you could get up to one Gimme Gold coin from spinning only gold gyms up to once per day per gym. So say if there's four gyms in your neighborhood, you've achieved gold on three of them and silver on one. Those three gyms, if you spin them once a day, you'll get one Gimme Gold coin from each of those gyms. That silver gym, you'll have a chance of getting it once per day, but that chance only rolls once per day. I don't know about that. I'd love a return to sender option to be able to bring back Pokemon from gyms for those days where you might not get your 50 coins otherwise. And in a lot of smaller towns and communities, Pokemon just sit in gyms doing not much, and you don't really go to the gym to sit around and do nothing. Have flares that have been put in campfire appear visually in the map above the gym and on the Pokemon Go nearby screen in-game in Pokemon Go. Brilliant. 
And when you press the go to campfire button on a gym, actually open that gym in campfire. That would be useful. It works the other way around from campfire to go. I'm sure they can do it the other way around. No. I'd love a medal similar to the collection challenge medal or the showcase medal that allows you to track your gold gym badges and say when you got them gold and when it's introduced, maybe it just sets all your existing gold gym badges that you have as the day the medal's introduced if they don't already have that metric. But there's a lot of background metrics they have. I'd also like platinum gym badges. Um, So it sort of scales like the other metals do. And lastly, number 10, I'd like the ability to place lure modules onto gyms. And I think it would be really cool, especially around community days, if a lure is deployed, say a mossy lure module, and say 30 Pokemon are caught off that lure by unique players, while that lure's on, it forces a raid egg to appear at that gym with a hatch time of when the lure is due to end. On that note, also timers for how long lures have left, and maybe a little clock in the gym to show how many Pokemon are being caught off that lure would be a very interesting metric. I'm definitely not sorry for the long voicemail. I have tried to record this four <laughs> times, and this is the shortest it's been. Hope you guys are having a great session. Love you both. Bye-bye. Oh my gosh, thank you, Lachlan. Yeah, I think all those are really good ideas. The only one, the only one in that whole list that I don't agree with is the Gimme Ghoul one. I just don't see the point. I don't see the relevance. I don't think it thematically fits. Also, you know, you need too many coins to to be nickel and diming your players like that. It, it is kind of a, a pittance at that point. You know, I understand <laughs> we're just trying to add rewards ar- around this to, you know, make some more motivation for it. But okay. uh, that was the only one that I was like, eh. but the rest was. I, yeah, I, I think the rest are are fine additions that actually add a little bit to it, although I I push back on the idea of increased reward for your team holding the gym. We've already done that once. Niantic doesn't want to do that. I don't think it is actually a positive. No, no. It just makes the most popular team want to get to the gym first to take it and flip it so that they can do it. Like if you see a raid egg with five minutes and it's instinct and there's any Valor players nearby, they're going to just go take the gym. And so you're not going to get your bonus. So you reminded me since you're like, yeah, we've already done this in the past. Like this is the old system kind of to a degree. I could not share this response on here because then the, the ensuing back and forths were not necessarily appropriate to share on here, but the concept is hilarious on Twitter. Somebody responded advocating for a return to the old gym system <laughs> and like was like super in it. I loved it, et cetera, yada, yada, yada. And then just buried by people like, no, <laughs> that's wrong. Yeah. We None of us want that. Please, no. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, yeah, of course, there's some people that are really interested in the way things used to be. People don't like change, but also like the arduous, very, very difficult and punishing old gym system does appeal to some people grinding for sure yeah but no and i, I will say uh, the last comment for lachlan's message is i don't think it it's enough i well i i do think mm. everything there is positive i don't think any amount of rewards you give to players with the current mechanical interaction is going to get people to want to do it yep yeah no I, I i agree that said, now, I do have to issue a retraction here. That was fitting because it's from Lachlan. Looking at, with rose-colored glasses, October Community Days, only the last two have been ghosts. So, okay, yeah, that's it, I have to say, because we said it was a tradition last, last time we were recording because we got timber this year. 
Oh, it's but, a tradition now because I mean not anymore because they broke it with timber. But uh, it's going down. They started a good tradition, is all I will say, and then they broke it. They so, blew it. They blew it, Kyle. <laughs> Blowing it. Oh my gosh. Uh, on the topic of community days, though, we have this week's Pokepole. That was a good segue. That was really good. I know I'm ruining it by pointing it out, but I got to say that was really good. <laughs> anyway, I'm making it worse. Stop me. <laughs> Numbers Community Day has been consistent over the years. What could Niantic do to really shake up the event? This is not to say that December's Community Day is bad. It's just been kind of the same old hat for a while. Yeah. And I, I don't think it's bad, but I do think it's not as good as some people make it out to be. Well, it serves it serves a very important purpose, right? You know, it's it's supposed to be the anti-FOMO. If you missed out on some other community days through the year, you can turn to that new player and say, don't worry about it. December will have your back. But December doesn't have your back. That's the problem. You can't get what you want in December. You have no. two days that they've usually do. And you have six spawns in each day, five spawns on each day. It's, yeah. You like, let's just say I want timber. Let's say I couldn't play in October. I want timber. I'm not going to find 600 timber on Saturday. No, not unless I go like crazy. Maybe I'll find a hundred. Maybe. Maybe. Chances are you'll get a shiny though out of that, out of that group. Yeah. But I, I think that the bigger benefit of the days are you get access to all of the exclusive moves on the rotation oh yeah that's, that's the value i see personally from it in case you find a better one in the previous 11 months that you've had or whatever yeah that was just a bunch of like ranting not actually a suggestion how you can shake it up though because i have no idea how to <laughs> shake it up to make it better i um, got one and nobody's gonna like it but i got okay. one Okay. I would I would love for them to to start shooting for more like themed community days, like hey some of these like there's a new one but here are also three other ones like ice Pokemon that would work really really well or a Pokemon that would otherwise not qualify I suppose air quotes qualify whatever your parameters are for that for a community day like uh, Snover and brings feel back because that had a community day and has really good moves. I'm trying to think of another ice Pokemon Sneasel, maybe, you know, and just like have a grouping of that and sort of like sort of like what they did with incense day, but not an incense day. So it would work. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's my but, idea. So you want to just see a completely new unique thing be December's thing. Yeah, like I'm totally cool with it being a departure from the regular uh, community day format, but I'd like for it to be a little bit more brave um and experimental even if it does remove the highlight which is the anti-fomo stuff okay i have one this is just off the top of my head i think it needs refining stop putting it all on one weekend yeah you have three weekends because we're going to discount the week of christmas six days <laughs> we, to have fit. To, we have to do a raid day on christmas come on <laughs> i'm gonna talk about that one <laughs> I'm sure it's going to happen again when we get our December update. <laughs> raid day on Christmas, raid day on Easter. It's a keep, tradition at this keep point. Keep your calendars free, trainers. <laughs> but Sorry. you have six weekends, and you usually you have 11 Pokemon to fit. Sorry, six weekend days. Six weekend days, yeah. yes. Because they always do Saturday and Sunday. 
Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's a way that you can distribute it that people can actually plan for the Pokemon that they want. Obviously, this is a negative if you want to just experience all of it in one go. Mm-hmm. But it's a positive if you have one that you want to actually interact with. I want to play Timber Day again. Okay, well, December 3rd, that's just going to be Timber. Go play. You know, just um, that's probably not a weekend. Right now. Or even if they did like two or three instead yeah. of like six, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. I, again, you know, a- adding more agency is always good, right? So if you can make it so that you can target, if you're if you're able to, that's always good. Yep. Agreed. Well, dear listener, if you have an answer to this week's Pokeball question, which is one more time, December's Community Day has been consistent over the years. What could Niantic do to really shake up the event? You can answer that question when we post it on Twitter slash X. If you're a patron of ours in the Discord, we have a channel dedicated to it. You can also answer on Spotify in the app if you're listening there. If you're watching on YouTube, yes, we do have a video version. Please go ahead and subscribe to that. It's cool. Um, You can answer in the comments. um, Or you can send us a voicemail to 262-586-7717. Or you can send us an email the old-fashioned way to mail at gocastpodcast.com. Com. And speaking of emails, Kyle, it's time for emails and no voicemails this week. I they're only email. We got one. <laughs> it's from Kevin Red Bull. And they said, Hey, Kyle and Chris, it's Kevin Red Bull here. What's going on? I feel like it's been a hot minute since I sent in an email and not a voicemail. I'm very excited to say I was graced with the presence and am now in the possession of a Galarian Articuno yesterday. And with the Halloween event, it has or it was a beautiful background screenshot. Party play. My friends and I have done several parties and we enjoy them. I didn't notice my team setups were erased. I supposed it just wasn't a big deal to me. Um, I do with the rewards. Uh, Wish. Thank you. I do wish the rewards were more worth it in any way. The biggest reason for doing this is if you're doing raids, you want that party power. Yeah, that does kind of seem to be the biggest the biggest benefit there. Question, what is your favorite particular Pokemon in your account? Mine is the original shiny Tyranitar I am currently walking as a best buddy. I received it uh, in a trade from my fiance, New Little Tuna. The Mega is beautiful. Tyranitar is my favorite. I love using it. Sorry for the long email. I hope you guys are doing well and happy first shiny vibe. What? First? Happy first shiny vibes all? I don't know what that means. I don't know. Shine, just, just shiny vibes all. Yeah, yeah. Sorry for the long email. I hope you guys are doing well and happy. Shiny vibes all. Kevin Ripple. P.S. Kyle, I am bestowing you increased shiny <laughs> luck on all ghost types. The increase lasts until October 31st at 11.59 p.m. I'm assuming local time. Chris, you have increased shiny hatch luck on all eggs. Increase expires at the same time as Kyle's. Thank you. Um, although, if it's if it's at your, your pleasure, why wouldn't you just give us these bonuses year-round? So <laughs> cruel, Kevin. So cruel. <laughs> okay, so your favorite particular Pokemon in your account, Kyle. Uh, I have a shiny 96 Kyogre that I got was my first Kyogre raid that I did on Tyranitar Community Day that first day many, many years ago now. Yeah. And nice. uh, yeah, is 
it's it's very good. I use it. It's my mega as well. It's maxed out. Well, actually, no, it's like 47 or something like that. But still. Yeah. Um, mine, I've talked about this a million times, and it's got, I've got a lot of mileage out of it, but it is my Hundo Klefki Lucky trade from Zoe in Seattle. <laughs> and the reason I mention it is because it represents a lot of things that I just don't do. Um, I don't go out of my way really to get regionals from people like I'm, I do it, but I'm not focused on it. I almost never trade. My hundo luck is not that great, <laughs> you know? So like, to me, it's just a cool talking piece because it's got a story attached to it, a lot of other things. And I can't really say that. I mean, like I have a Shundo Espion, which is like my follow-up. But other than that, like it doesn't have a cool story. Oh, I caught a Shundo during community day. Great. But as a talking point, the Klefki is awesome. So, yep. All right. Well, if you, dear listener, have uh, an email you'd like to send to us, you can uh, by sending it to mail at gocastpodcast.com. And one more time, the voicemail line, if you'd like to call in, is 262-586-7717. Visit our website for all things GoCastPodcast at gocastpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter slash X at gocastpodcast. If you'd like to help support the show, you can monetarily via Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash GoCast podcast. Uh, and $1 a month gets you access to our Discord. Uh, come hang out. It's cool. We'd love to have you. Get to know you a bit better. All right, Mr. Kyle, I think it's your turn. Last week I did this. We got we to gotta give some love to our Elite Trainer tier patrons. All right. Shout out to Elite Trainers, Bo, Daniel, Lori, Michael, Ozzy, Arkham, Marvin, and Mimi, Sports, Thayers, Justin, Jason, Charles, Myers, Lee, William, Evan, Ethan, Steven, Nick, Kelvin, our favorite listener, Drew, too, Camo, The Ugly Rock, Jacob, Victoria, Cyrilor. 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 I say it wrong every time. <laughs> the Jason and Justin flipped was was prime. That was really good. If, if physically, if you're not watching the video, physically, we both reacted. <laughs> <laughs> like whoa hold on a second great okay yeah and if you uh don't want to support us monetarily for whatever reason you can still help us out by leaving us a review wherever fine reviews are sold <laughs> which means not google podcasts so yep which is apparently going away so uh maybe find a different platform defy and fish this means you <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's set some goals what do we have going on this week we've got Nothing. uh we have, we have part two yeah, we've got Dia de Muertos, which will happen well, next Wednesday. Yeah, so if we all assuming we don't get to record on Halloween. So who knows? Yeah, we'll see. We will see. So uh, let's play it safe. Otherwise, I suppose. <sighs> yeah. Um, so I got buddy progress and mega progress. I'm very close to being done with my mega progress until I get a new mega noise. I'm going to put the shiny phantom on there for something I'll never see. But boy, would I like one. Yeah. Uh, I need. I feel like I need another goal. I mean, I've gotten away with setting three for a while. You can set three, but yeah. buddy well, progress here, and mega you... progress kind of lacks a little bit of creative energy. You know? Yes, I agree. It's just trying to make sure that I actually finish them forever. Uh, <laughs> do you finish your goals? I'm going to see if I can come up with something else for the moment. Yeah, sure. Okay, so uh, 50 eggs as per usual, although I realize I might be shooting myself in the foot here because of the short turnaround time if we do record on Tuesday. But we'll see. <laughs> What's your egg count this week? Uh, 35. Okay, you could do it. I could do it. Uh, shiny Phantom, because I too enjoy banging my head against a wall. Um, it, everybody else has gotten one, Kyle. Have I know. That? Everyone's like, oh yeah, 200 checks, no problem. It's like, really? Oh my gosh, get out of here. 
Um, and then 250,000 Stardust. I'm very close to 10 million. Very, very close to 10 million. And I think that'll get me right there or to 10 million. And so there we go. Okay. Uh, I, I'm going to open gifts this week. No, you're not. I'm almost out of Pokeballs because I haven't been spinning enough stops. <gasps> I have like 150 Pokeballs. I have more Great Balls than Pokeballs right now. If you wait for Community Day, you can buy that that box in the web store for with 500 Pokeballs. Kyle. Yeah, maybe if you want to buy it for me, Chris. <laughs> I feel like you'd still be like, I don't want this. <laughs> I would, but I'd be like, well, I have them now, I guess. Fair. Fair. Uh, All right, cool. Good. Uh, four goals versus my three. I think you might win already. Looking at this, you've been kicking my butt. I don't know. I don't know. Neither of us are getting shiny phantom. And let's be real. If I, one of us gets it, it's going to be you. So I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I already got my shiny Zerua. So like my luck is already <sighs> tapped for the event. So it's true. Yeah. Anyway, good luck, everybody listening with the rest of your Halloween event. Uh, and we'll see you in the next episode, 258. Until then, shiny vibes, all the good stuff. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.